listening to the Simply 127 podcast, an entire podcast devoted to all things James 127. I'm your host, Sarah Beth Fintress, and I'm so excited that you've decided to join us today. Hey guys, this is Sarah Beth with the Simply 127 podcast. I am sitting in the living room with Mr. Tim Rayner. Thanks for joining us today, Tim. Sarah Beth, it's my pleasure. Welcome to Fitzgerald. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Today, we're going to just talk a little bit about your journey over the last five years. Uh, You know, it's one of my favorite stories, um, not specifically with 127 Worldwide, but just how God was stirring in your heart. And so I'd love for you just to first tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, about your family. Just give us a little introduction. Well, I'll be glad to. Um, Up till about five years ago, I was a sales engineer. working for a company and on the road selling and, and finding success doing that. And uh, I'd, I'd spent the last 15 years as a sales engineer for this company. And um, I basically asked them to let me go on my own and become an independent rep. And um, and once I became an independent rep, uh, an opportunity presented itself uh, for me to hire one of, our, one of our friends to come help me uh, he, he was in a tight spot and, and needed a job and, uh, things were going well with my sales efforts and, uh, had no intentions of starting a business. Uh, I, I had a really good job and things were going well for, for my wife and I and our family and couldn't have asked for a better job. And, but by bringing this guy on board as a, as a project manager for me, God basically chose to, to start a business for me. Um, you weren't really looking to do it. It it was not in my plans to, to become a business owner and to have a, a a distribution warehouse. It was just, uh, my desire to help a friend who had a need and, and God turned it into this distribution business that we have now. And, uh, it's been an unbelievable journey from five years ago. Uh, he and I were, had two desks facing each other in a bedroom in our house to now we've got this warehouse and over 20 people working for us. Wow. Wow. Well, one of those employees in particular, I'm curious about just to tell a little bit about how Jeremy came on board with you from fish farming to running the warehouse. Well, Sharon, uh, Sharon and I, my wife and I, we, we spent 20 years teaching a couples class at, at, at our local church. And uh, Jeremy and his wife came to, to Fitzgerald about 15 or 16 years ago as recent graduates of Auburn University. And, and, and they joined our, our Sunday school class and we became like big brothers and big sisters to him over those years. And Jer- Jeremy called me one day uh, wanting to meet and have breakfast, and, and he was sort of frustrated with his job situation at the time, not feeling fulfilled by his job, not feeling like it had any eternal significance to it, and was just looking for a change. And at that point in time, we were praying for a warehouse manager, and uh, Jeremy Wixon wasn't on our list, but even though we knew him well because he was a fish biologist, working uh, at the Go Fish Center and, and had no experience being a warehouse manager, and we figured that he wouldn't be interested in being a warehouse manager. But having breakfast that morning at a local restaurant, I said, well, Jeremy, I said, you know, you're praying for God to send you a change and, and, and to give you an opportunity to do around the world some of the things that are really on your heart to help people do what you know how to do with aquaponics. If you'll come be a warehouse manager, here's what we can pay you. 
and I'll just promise you we'll we'll look for opportunities to take aquaponics to the needy around the world. And I said, just pray about it a few days and let let me know what you think. And two days later, he calls me and says, I want that job. Yeah, so keep going. This this is when the story gets good. So uh, this was August four years ago, Sarah Beth, and, uh, and and of course you know our son Drew, and Drew's a, a co-pastor of a church in, in, in Cary, North Carolina, Harvest Church, and he's bivocational. He works for us too, but he, he pastors this church. And so I called Drew and said, Drew, uh, Jeremy Wixon's decided he's accepted the job offer. He's going to come to work for the Rainer Company. And uh, I, I, we've promised him that we'd look for opportunities to take aquaponics to third world countries. And Drew, if you could jump through the phone to the <laughs> other end of the phone, he jumped through the phone at me. He said, Dad, he said, Dad, he said, our church is just partnering with a mission organization, 127 Worldwide. He said, in just a few minutes, I'm going I'm to send you something, and you're not going to believe it. And so <laughs> we're, we're in Cary, and I'll tell Sharon, I said, well, come here. Drew's fixing to send us something, a picture on the phone. And uh, so he sends us a picture, and it, it it's, it's Rose uh, from Tumani with her standing on a fish dam in Kentucky, uh, praying that God would teach her somebody would send her somebody to teach her how to grow fish. <laughs> this was August of four years ago, and in November of that same year, Sarah Beth, you took us to Kenya for the. That's my first time on an international mission trip. Boots on the ground. Four months later, that was unbelievable. <laughs> it's God's timing. Um, I was sharing at, at your church last night, but Rose, uh, you know, God just so happens to have things happen sometimes. I don't believe in coincidences, but there was a staff member of ours in Tennessee and one in Kentucky, and they just decided to meet at the fish hatchery because they had kids, and they were like, the kids can just feed the fish while we visit with Rose for a little bit. And I remember seeing that picture, and Rose began to pray that somebody would come, and, um, you know, do we know anybody who... who grow fish and I just remember thinking that's a crazy prayer request but you know whatever we'll see what happens and well you know when when I think about all the different things that God had going at the same time unbeknownst to any one of us (laughs) together I mean so he he starts growing this distribution business that he started for us to the point that we needed a warehouse manager well while he was doing that for us here in Fitzgerald he was growing Drew's church in Cary to the point that they were, mm-hmm. you know, wanting to do international missions, and he met you, and 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 God was growing one twenty seven worldwide, and and how he just put it all together in his time is yeah. is we need to write a book about it because it's 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 miracle after miracle, just one step at a time, trusting God, not knowing what the real purpose is. You had a good situation, but God turned it into a, just a a God yes. situation. Yes. For sure. So I want you to talk a little bit about your that first trip to Kenya for you. Um, you're in your 50s, have never been on a mission trip, but have been a believer a long time, been teaching Sunday school. So maybe talk to some people who might be in your position from five years ago. Well, it's like I told folks at our church last night. I mean, Sharon and I, our, our thoughts and our ideas about what international missions was prior to going on the first trip uh, in my 50s was give our tithe to the church. The church gives a percentage to the cooperative program, and the cooperative program is supporting missions uh, all around the world. And then our kids, once they got into high school and got into college, they wanted to go on international mm-hmm. mission trips. So we would send them on the trips. But So they've been they've been to all parts of the world. And, and Sharon and I really never had a burning desire in our heart to do so uh, until the aquaponics 
thing happened and and we we partnered with you at 127 worldwide and then suddenly there's plane tickets to to kenya and uh i'll tell you you know when when we, we were going on that trip and when we landed in nairobi just just to be in that country in that setting and experience what life is like in africa in nairobi and then in the slum uh, in kabir slum and then out in the villages of ci and uh it was just such a shocking thing to me the reality of how blessed we are how how much we have and how little we're doing with the freedoms that we have in this country and what Mm -hmm. god's given us well how would you say that kind of um shifted your perception of god or um, how did you grow your faith through that experience? Well, my faith grew by leaps and bounds through that experience in that um, it just made me want to come back and and do more to to get more, to give more. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and Sharon and I, through our business right now, we're, we're trying to see just how many people we can bless with what God has given us. Mm-hmm. We're not trying to store up things, you know, the success of the business we're not trying to store it up we're trying we're actually trying to give it away and we're trying to you know uh just see how many people's lives we can impact with what he's given us and uh he, he continues to amaze us as we talk about on a weekly basis when we we, we have a weekly devotion at, at my company and, we, and we're talking about it all the time it's like one step at a time God's leading us. We don't know what the future holds. We know he holds the future, and we know that he wants to do exceedingly abundantly more for us than we want to do for ourselves. And so why would we not trust a God that's that way? Yeah. You've also had an opportunity to meet some of our partners, so I'd love for you to talk a little bit about getting to know Peter and Rose and and Jeffrey and how that might have um, changed a perspective from you or something you've learned from them. Well, I mean, to, just to get to know all, all three of those partners of 127, um, yeah, I, I came back home just wanting to find more ways to help them do what they're doing. And I just love your business model, Sarah Beth, and that you're, you want to come alongside people that are already doing good work in these places uh, to just – bring the resources that they need and it's not necessarily money it's boots on the ground but it is money sometimes and it's it's people and it's and it's just uh, enlightening to the people that go on these trips i i won't ever forget that first trip that we went on and just how enlightening everything was and and you know y'all had to sort of rein me in because i would meet all these kids and they would just they would break my heart and they would lift my heart all at the same time it's like I can't, I can't change all these children's lives, but I can change one or two of them's lives. And, and, and y'all had to remind me that just, you know, just, you need to calm down. There's, there's lots to be done and let's just trust our partners to, to, to wisely handle the resources that we're giving them to do the best with it. And, but, um, you know, Peter, uh, He's wow, what a ministry. Peter's been in our home. He's, he's been sitting right here where you and I are sitting and, it was such a pleasure to have him come to Fitzgerald and, and just to to see his heart. I mean, mm-hmm. to see his heart and to feel his heart. And it's like, gosh, I'm going to part with you every possible way I can partner with you to help you do what you're so passionate about doing to the to the needy children of Kabir Slum. And then, you know, then, then we meet Rose and, and see what she's doing at Tumani and, and hear her story, where she came from and how God has brought her through tremendous hardship 
and but yet how God is just uh, giving her favor on every corner to accomplish His will, and mm-hmm. and she gives Him all the glory for what's going on at Tumani at the school and at the orphanage, and then Jeffrey. Uh, I don't even know how to describe Jeffrey. I mean, he shows up at Rose's place because we weren't going to have time to go see Jeffrey on that first mission trip. Uh, Jeffrey Jeffrey's place is Acres of Hope in Uganda, and but he rode the bus. 12 12 hours hours to get there and he has his ipad in his hand and he's just absorbing every word we speak and everything that we do and let's face it i mean we weren't real super successful doing what we were going to do at rose's place the first time but we haven't hardly the 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 tires of the plane hadn't hardly hit the ground in the u.s when jeffrey is already building a system of his own in uganda based on what he saw was trying to do at, at yeah. Tumani there in, in, in the, Kenya. The frantic notes he took on his iPad had turned into a pond by the time we got back. Yeah, and just the infectious <laughs> smile that Jeffrey's got. I mean, I, I, we could enter him into the world's greatest smile contest, Sarah Beth, and he would win hands down. I think so. I think so. He says it's brushing teeth with sugar cane when he was younger. Well, That's what it caused gosh, him. we might need to start a, a, a new <laughs> fad in the U.S. Yeah, yeah. I hope you guys are loving this conversation between Tim and I and just hearing about the journey that God has taken him on over the last few years. We're going to switch gears a little bit the second half of this conversation as he just shares words of wisdom and encouragement for businessmen and women to get involved in some way in caring for the vulnerable and also to challenge Americans to give generously and just get involved in what God is doing around the globe. Well, listen, I want you to talk about, for me, like, College students getting excited is, is pretty easy. But what about the businessman who is where you were seven or eight years ago? Like, how would you encourage him? Maybe he's scared to take that step or he has no desire to go and serve. Well, I would first encourage them to take a look at at, at, the, at their business and to recognize the fact that if there's any success to their business at all, it's, it's got little to do with them. It's got everything to do with God mm-hmm. and God giving them favor and God giving them and blessing them and giving them success because success doesn't come from man. It comes from God. I, I can't make a person say yes to me trying to sell them something. Mm-hmm. I, I can't make a single person say yes. I can I can offer them, to, I can give it to them, but that, that doesn't make them say yes. And so... I would encourage the business people to recognize and acknowledge that, that if they've got a successful business, it's because God has made it successful. And uh, and I would just dare them to to uh, to test God. And God says, test me and see what mm-hmm. I'll do. And, and that's basically what Sharon and I have done. We've sort of tested God, and uh, and, and you can't outgive God. You cannot outgive God. Uh, and, and I would just say, you know, to a businessman that's looking to – um, make a difference in the world. I mean, don't be content just to be uh, an average man. Be be committed to being all God created you to be. Mm. Don't settle for anything less. You know, yeah. say, God, I, I want all that you created me to be. I don't want to leave anything undone. I don't want to leave anything half done. I want to leave it all all done uh, and see what he'll do with it. Yeah. And, 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 and if he does for you what he's done for us, it is totally mind blowing, to be honest with you, and yeah. and I, I can't wait to see what tomorrow holds, or what next week holds, or what next month holds. Uh, every day is a gift, and I look forward to it, whatever it has, uh, and, and and it's been very exciting. Yeah, it it's been exciting to watch too. 
Can you talk a little bit about your employees and at the warehouse and how things have changed? I know some of your employees have gone on trips multiple times. You now have an aquaponics a yeah. greenhouse out to the side. Well, you know, I mean, God started this business, and 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 then when we started doing uh, mission work with with one twenty seven and and putting aquaponic systems in, we said, well, uh, we probably should have an aquaponic system of our own uh, to learn the do's and, and what to do and what not to do and when to do it and when not to do mm-hmm. it, so that we could better educate the people that we're going and trying to put these systems in for to. To, to, to prepare them for the successes and failures that they're going to find. And so, yeah, I mean, when I look at the last four years, I mean, number one, God has grown the business unbelievably. Uh, we, we, we've added workers every year, and we've added product lines every year. But um, the, the people that God has, has sent us as employees – they're 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 totally bought into what we're doing. I mean, they mm-hmm. love the aquaponics being at the warehouse, uh, and you know, uh, I guess four different people that work for us have have been on trips, mm-hmm. that, and and others are wanting to go. And so, you know, um, and I and I promise them, said, if, if you want to go, we're going we're going to send you on a trip. Now, I won't say it's going to be to Africa. It might wind up being to South America or somewhere else. But um, there's a lot of excitement about. Because they hear the stories when we yeah. come back, they they see the stories in in our faces. I mean, we don't even have to speak the words, but I mean, they just they feel it coming out of us. Yeah, what, what the impact it's made on our lives and how we can make an impact on other people's lives. And I think about the trips that we've taken and and how the second time we went to Kenya and Pastor Chris was standing there with, with tears dripping off of his cheeks. He says the first time y'all came. I thought y'all were just Americans coming, uh, talking with words. He said, but you have come back, and you've come back. By you coming back, I know that you do love us, and you do want to help us, and you do want to do something for us that will be life-changing for us. And just, Mm -hmm. he says, and when he he told us, he says, I I feel like that you you are prophets sent by God for us. And it's like, whoa, brother. I mean, we're, I'm just I'm just an American businessman here because I love Jesus, and he told me to love my neighbor and to, to do whatever form that I could. And so we're just here to yeah. show you something new that can be life-changing for you and for this community that you live in. Yeah, um, that reminded me, we kind of operate in circles of people who say either share the gospel or meet tangible needs, like providing food and things like that. So how would you say, from your experience, how... 127 is not just sharing the gospel. They're kind of doing both at the same time. Oh, my goodness. And I, Here again, I, I've told this story many, many times, but, I mean, on all the trips that we've been on, simultaneously, all at the same time, we'll, there, there'll be a mission. Part of our group will be putting an aquaponic system in. Part of the group might be leading the, the children in, in, in a uh, backyard Bible study type thing. Uh, some of the pastors might be in the church that's adjoining on the property doing pastor training. And all, all this is going on at the same time. You got, you got four or five people that are working with villagers uh, putting in the aquaponics and you got four in the church leading a all day long Bible study with mm-hmm. 200 pastors in this church and then you've got people over on another part of the property that that's doing children's ministry activities uh and so um people ask well what can i do well really all you got to do is go and it just it'll, it'll unfold in front of you yeah we'll put you to work if you just say yes <laughs> if you just say yes you'll you'll find that there, there's so much to be done 
uh, and, and it's such a blessing to be had. You know, we, we say we're going on this going on these trips to, to bless others, but we wind up being the most blessed by having gone. Check out our show notes at 127worldwide.org forward slash simply 127 podcast. And tune in next time to learn how others tangibly live out James 127 every day.